time for the BS Sports Show. We want to hear from you, so call us on the BS line. Now, here's Billy Elvis and the BS Sports Show. with the NBA Finals now, even up at a game each, and heading back to Cleveland for Game 3 tomorrow night. Uh, wow, you know, plenty of different topics with regard to the NBA Finals, not the least of which is the first time Games 1 and 2 went to overtime in an NBA Finals. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, we also have uh, some talk of Stanley Cup action, Game 3 tonight, in the quest for Lord Stanley's Cup, and... That series has also shifted to the Midwest uh, after the first two games were split down in FLA. Uh, and guests in the house tonight uh, include some friends of mine, John Jennings from the Auburn Shifters, uh, cool club, car club, classic cars, collector cars, uh, and we all know that Auburn is the home of collector cars. Uh, this uh, Friday and Saturday, the uh, 12th and 13th, uh, Friday and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's the Cavalcade of Cool, starring N.N. Cool up at Auburn Auction Park. And we're going to talk to uh, Scotty D. from Scotty D. TV, who's uh, a renowned classic car aficionado, has his own website, Scotty D. TV, uh, where he goes and just checks out all these cool classic cars. And this event is Friday and Saturday. We'll talk more about that with uh, uh, John from the Auburn Shifters, Scotty D., and and Sean's here as well from Lingenfelter. Uh, and Lingenfelter, world-renowned down there in Decatur for their work on cars. So uh, a cool night ahead of us here on the BS Sports Show Monday edition at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill. And oh, Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh. Um... Lollygag, it ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffaletos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? 
fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. It's the BS Sports Show. This man is hanging by a string. I, I think that he is a, a borderline psychotic at this point. Very much for uh, spending some time with us. We appreciate it. It's Monday night, Wrigley Field, Bar and Grill in Georgetown, North Team USA. Already up one zip on Australia. Mo ranting about how he doesn't give a crap about women's sports unless they're naked. That's a, that's a great angle. I, I really hope my mom's not listening now. Thanks, you jerk. I didn't say that. It's pretty much what you said. It's pretty much what you said. I did not. You pretty much said that. No, all I said was I think that some women's sports could sex it up a little bit to draw in more viewers. How is that wrong? Uh, <laughs> uh, because it is. Because it is, you know, if you want that, dude, go to a strip bar. I not. I didn't say they had to be naked. I said they could sex. Women's golf. Women wear very conservative clothes when they golf. Right or wrong? Very conservative clothes. Um. Yeah, they wear typical golf clothes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, women's tennis is sexy. They wear sexy clothes. Why couldn't women's golf? Uh Well, they kind of do, but you don't watch women's golf, so how would you know? How do you know I don't watch? Oh, you're right. I don't watch women's golf they, at all. No, no. There's some very beautiful women in in the on the LPG. As a matter of fact, I would argue it used to be uh, the WTA had the hottest, sexiest female athletes. Uh, but now I would argue that LPGA has the hottest, sexiest female athletes. So. Right. And why not? Why couldn't they wear some sexier shorts? I mean, why have they wear those those ridiculous mom shorts? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, I, I don't even want to do this argument with you. Well, don't start it with me again, then. And I didn't say they had to be... <laughs> Pretty much you did. <laughs> Pretty right, much right. you did. Uh, okay, I feel like that. Right. You want the U.S. women's national soccer team to be wearing tassels on their boobs, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You want spinners on their nipples while they're playing soccer. That's how you're going to be. That would impress me. I'm not going to lie to you. That would be impressive. I'm sure the ratings would go up greatly. <laughs> All right. Well, don't, don't tell you know you say but that now. But it has now. nothing to do with any respect for sport. You say that now, and ESPN's going to have that going on here in a few in a few weeks. <laughs> don't even, don't even kid. Madhouse on Madison tonight. Be rocking. They're getting ready to face off game three. Blackhawks and Lightning. And uh, Chicago snagged game one down in Florida. Uh, the Lightning rebounded Saturday night, as you may or may not have seen. And uh, so now we'll see what uh, the Blackhawks do in uh, game three. You know, we're probably going to see a back-and-forth series. This probably will be the best series. This is the series most, this is the series most likely to go seven, uh, not the NBA Finals. That's both show. I'll, I'll almost, I'll almost guarantee you that too. There's nothing we can bet on that that the Stanley Cup Finals will go seven before the NBA Finals will. I don't know uh, how you bet that, but uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. How, you, you can be. I don't know. I don't know how to bet that. <laughs> uh, no, I, man, I don't know. I think part of our problem is that we've got some storms in the area. I could be dealing with the issues. I'm seeing a, a couple of the TV screens freezing up back there. Is it getting nasty outside yet, though? You should see the sky outside. Is it yeah, there, there's been some nasty, nasty stuff going on out there. And uh, I'm sure we're probably dealing with something very, very similar right now. Well, it's, uh, yeah, because of the... Uh... So... We uh, uh, hope you got us tuned in. Hopefully there's not like a blur in what you're listening to. Uh, just because of the atmospheric situation, it could be popping in and out here. in Atmospheric? Wow. Nice. Thanks, man. I'm just trying to carry it. <laughs> when you look at the game tonight, obviously there was some goaltender issues on uh, on Monday or Saturday night with the Tampa Bay. They had to pull their, their starting goalie out of the game. Uh, you know, tonight uh, in the Blackhawks, I come out firing right away, man. I, I go right after that goaltender right away, first thing. Uh, absolutely. I mean, and, and that's what the Lightning were. They were the highest scoring team in the NHL this year, right up there amongst the highest scoring teams in the NHL. So, yeah, I mean, uh, just put the puck on the net. Hopefully something good happens. Hopefully a rebound comes your way. Uh, put it on net as often as possible because uh, the Madhouse on Madison – that's one thing you can do. You can kind of shut that crowd up a little bit if you get on the board first and you you take things away from the Blackhawks a little bit early. When they get going, though, is there a better, is there a more raucous crowd in the NHL, in, at least in the United States, than well, Chicago? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never been to the Joe for a game, so I don't, I can't speak from experience for that one. But yeah, the Joe is pretty loud and pretty crazy and pretty raucous. Uh, I, I've seen playoff games in both the United Center and, and Joe Lewis, both of them. Uh, are, are raucous, loud, nutty buildings. Yeah. I'm going to argue that you know you're going to have you're going to see the best crowds in the original six cities. Uh, that's for sure uh, in the Canadian cities, and uh, you're, you're more laid back. Crowds are the ones that are out there in Anaheim, down in Tampa, and out in Phoenix. I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't even think I was in a hockey game when I first saw a Coyotes game out in Phoenix against the Red Wings. Really? It, it just was It was the quietest hockey game I'd ever been to. Like a golf crowd there? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, you, you think about it, too. Tampa Bay has been through three of the hardest to play in buildings in these playoffs. In Madison Square Garden, at the Joe, and in, and in Montreal, the, it was at the Molson Center or whatever they have yeah, up there. Yeah. So they've been through three of the hardest arenas in the country to get through. So, I mean, I, I don't even know if the, the crowd at, at, uh, in Chicago matters tonight to them. Well, no, you're right. And their path in general uh, through the teams that they'd already played. You know, they, 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 they already beat the team that has the longest 
thing of playoff appearances in, in, in North America yep. right now, uh, of any sport. Right. Uh, they they went through the, the experienced Rangers and, and Canadiens teams, uh, and obviously the substart Lightning team has seen it all already. So by this stage of the game, they're experienced. Uh, unfortunately, now they've run into the dynasty. They've run into the dynasty of the last decade. Well, true, but you know what? We could be watching this sort of a dynasty here because they've got a lot of young guys. Everybody's under contract for the next three to four years. I mean, we could be watching the start of a dynasty here. And when you've got a goaltender, six, seven, I mean, that makes a huge difference. You know, that makes a, a, a ton of difference. We, Mike Emmerich has talked about it two games in a row that you've got to find a different way to go around this guy when he's in the game. Now, if he's hurt after he was taken out at the end of the last game, Chicago scored their, game, their goal to tie it. Mm-hmm. on the backup goaltender. So it'll be interesting to see who starts the game tonight. But a 6-7 goalie is a humongous advantage. It can be. I would also argue that a 6-7 goalie that might not have the same reflexes as a, as a smaller goalie. So you got to take the good with the bad. I mean, you know, the bigger you are, the less quickness you may have. Uh, not to mention the five holes probably a little bigger on somebody <laughs> six seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, true. And, and, and I think this can't, this comes down to goaltender Corey Crawford, as great as he was in, in game one in that first period, he was horrible yeah. in the third period Saturday night because he let two what, what at least what the announcers called routine right. should have been routine stops go through. So right. it, it, it comes down and at what point does Joel Quinville give him the hook if he has to tonight to go to the rookie who played in the first series against Nashville? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously it's going to be a, a decision uh, that Corey Crawford, if he looks shaky and has uh, a bad start, you might see that switch. Uh, if not, you know, the Blackhawks obviously uh, are a team that, that knows how to come back in games. Uh, that's how they took game one in the first place. They didn't crumble when they fell behind a team that had never blown a lead in the playoffs this year uh, and got the win. So uh, you got to be really careful when you pull the trigger on your netminder. You really, really do. I, I firmly believe that's what happened to the Russians in 1980, Miracle on Ice. They got freaked out, and they pulled the best goalie in the world, and, and they never had a chance to come back in that way. Do goalies have the mentalities like kickers do? Yeah. Can't fragile. Match, yeah. Very well, fragile. It was interesting Saturday night is going into the third period, uh, Chicago's head coach, Joe Quinville, uh, switched up the top line, Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane, and then came out and scored two goals. So do we see a change up tonight to start the game? Is the Taze-Kane line back together, or do we see it switched up and he pulled the uh, he switched Marion Hosa in the other night for, for Patrick Kane and, and switched that around. And, you know, that's a big deal. That line has been together for, you know, years now and, and done a lot of damage. Does he switch up Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze on that top line? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that he needs to. I, I really don't know that he needs to at this point because you already sent the message. You you already True. you already sent the message that you're willing to do some things to shake things up a little bit. My Detroit Tigers did the same thing. I mean, they've had a one through nine lineup. Ian Kinsler's been number two all season right. long. Uh, Jose Iglesias has been in the bottom of the order 8-9 all season long and because they had their hitting well it's because the Tigers went through that ugly, ugly losing streak uh, Brad Osmus decided to switch it up a little bit I'll, I'll move Iglesias up, he's hitting well I'll put him up in the number 2 spot in front of Miguel I'll, I'll move Ian Kinsler down and Kinsler's a cool enough dude to not be freaked out by being moved down in the lineup because he's a, he's a player uh, they, he did that for a couple games and then he went back to the old way and then all of a sudden they're hitting again do you so have to go back? It. Do you have to go back to the old? I mean, let's say he moves Iglesias up and he he's dynamite for the rest of the year. Does it hurt the other player you move down if he can't work his way back up there? I mean, can you do collateral damage to one of the guys? Yes and no. Um, 
you you wouldn't want to do that to somebody fragile, a young guy. Uh, that's why Kinsler, you know, he was the one that had to take the hit. He's the one that moved down in the lineup. But Kinsler also was in a. He understood. He just wants to win games. Those that are mature enough to understand that number one, I can do damage and I can be prolific and I can help my team no matter where I am in the lineup. And number two, if it's helping my team score more runs, I'm all for the switch. And and Kinsler's that kind of guy. And it's hard not to think of Patrick Kane, still a young guy. I mean, he is relatively young, but he's a pretty experienced dude at this Very point. Very experienced playoffs, yeah. You know, and I think the other thing that maybe it kind of got swept under the rug, how big of a move was it a few years ago when uh, when Chicago went out and got Marion? You know, he was with Pittsburgh on those teams. Uh, he went to Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, I mean, how big of a move? What It doesn't doesn't show up in the stat sheets every night as, as much as he used to, but, man, that guy's a wizard when it comes to making passes, to getting the, the, those uh, those quick rebounds. That's one of the biggest, uh, I think, moves that they've made that wasn't really maybe a, a huge move to a lot of people. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That that worked out very, very well for Marion Hosa. And, you know, the funny thing was, is, you know, he was playing for Pittsburgh when the, when the Penguins lost to Detroit in the Stanley Cup, and then he went to Detroit and, yeah. and then lost with Detroit uh, in a quest for Lord Stanley's Cup, so he had to go to Chicago to get his, his cup. So it didn't work out for him in Pittsburgh and, and Detroit. Uh, no, Marion Hoss is a very talented individual, a very good role player, an offensive player, and uh, you know he's one of those wizards with a stick that uh, obviously can, uh, you know, c- can strike at any time. Uh, you're right; he, he's a valuable, veteran asset on that Blackhawks team. You know, you look at Tampa Bay, and you guy on there, you know, their their best player, best known player is probably Steven Stamkos, but he hasn't done a whole lot because they've got so many young guys who just fire the puck. And that's been happening the first two games, and and Stamkos hasn't had to be huge, but at some point he's going to have to step up and have a huge game, I think. But they've got a lot of young cats that have no problem just firing that puck away, and they've come out firing the first two games. Do they have enough firepower to start it off tonight and do it again in Game Three? Of course they do. Of absolutely they do. It's different than when you go in the other team's building, come out a little, a little, uh, you know, a little no. timid. No, no, no. That's one thing. See, that, and that's the thing. I mean, the best teams realize the situation uh, and, and sometimes even the best teams e- even the most experienced teams kind of take things for granted in their own building they understand the urgency of quieting the opposing crowd when you're in somebody else's building it, it's almost a different mindset when you're on the road and almost more of an aggressive when you're on the road than when you're even at home yeah and tampa bay as you've said numerous times they like to score early yeah. They really like to score early. You know, I just I here's what I hope for the most for tonight's game. I hope that it's a great game and I hope because tonight that a lot of people who maybe normally don't tune in since it's on NBC will tune in and watch this game. Because I think that the people maybe missed out on Saturday's game a little bit cuz Saturday's, you know, a rough TV night. I just hope that there's a great game tonight and people maybe give it a chance who haven't given the NHL a chance before. Just like I'm going to do for the Women's World Cup, I'm going to give it a chance tonight. But there's been some great hockey by two amazing teams. We ask for it every year. We ask for more people to tune in. We ask for more people to give hockey a try. Uh, it's usually not disappointing. Uh, hopefully that does happen. we got one of the best announcers, as you already talked about and we've talked about, with uh, with uh, Mike Emmerich, Doc, man. And, uh, you know, tune in. Give it a shot. You're going to be impressed by uh, the caliber of play in the Stanley Cup Finals game. And, uh, you know, obviously this is just such a unique scenario where, where um, it's actually a case where the, where the NBA Finals games have been a lot more competitive right down to the wire over times uh, than the uh, Stanley Cup games have. And that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, you know, and if you, if you need a local connection in order to get yourself in tonight, if you, uh, 
Doc Emmerich, who is the announcer, and who is a fantastic. You know, I, I learned this by reading the uh, the SI article over the weekend that he used to come up here, his dad would bring him up from Wabash in order to, he would call the games on a tape recorder then have Bob chase it down and go back over it with him. Yeah, That's I know. awesome. I know. Awesome. I could tell you stories all day and night about Doc Emmerich and Bob Chase, but you know what we need to do? We need to get Bob Chase on this show here sometime very, very soon. Legendary broadcaster, Hockey Hall of Famer. Uh, been in Fort Wayne doing common hockey, going into his 63rd season. Unbelievable. It's nuts. How many seasons have the Comets played? One more than Bob Jeez. Chase. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah they, they, they've only right got, they, they had a one-year head start on Bob Chase. Uh, but Bob has been with him every year but the first. Somebody Crazy, answered this question today. Could Bob have gone and done NH? I mean, could he have gone and done more? Yeah. Was he was he com- complacent? Maybe he was fine with being in Fort Wayne and staying here? He really, really was. I mean, it's great. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that uh, Bob will t- look you right in the eye and says, I love the hunger of minor league players. It's That's different right. than the millionaires or the rich guys uh, playing uh, the majors. And he's always had that angle. He's a big hockey fan. Uh, part of it rooted in Fort Wayne, but also he just appreciates these guys you know, that have to have summer jobs that are playing for their lives, trying to make it to the show. And if not, they're just you know, they're playing for the love of the game because they're not making that. They're not getting rich here in the ECHL. I guess part, part of me was sad for Bob, and maybe I, you know, I shouldn't be, but part of me was sad for Bob. Like, I feel like more people should know about Bob Chase that don't. Yeah, well, that's what Doc Emmerich's doing. He's doing a great job yeah, keeping is. Bob Chase relevant and, and on the map. And great. we know there's going to be a Bob Chase article coming up in uh, Sports Illustrated very soon. It's on SI.com now, and then there's one coming up in the actual magazine in the hockey edition. This yeah, so... Keep an eye out for that. Uh, Bob Chase getting some love from a guy that idolized him from this state. Amazing. Mike Doc Emmerich, who's emerged as uh, amongst the best broadcasters in the world. And we'll see him in just a few minutes as the Blackhawks and Lightning face off game three at the United Center in Chicago. All right, hour number two is about to begin. We're going to get uh, our friends from the Cavalcade of Cool going on this weekend up at Auburn Auction Park. Classic cars, collector cars, cool, cool stuff. Matter of fact, anything cool is going to be out and about at the Cavalcade of Cool with Scotty D TV and the Auburn Shifters Club. Uh, and we'll find out all about that next. Stick around. Uh, that's this Friday and Saturday. There are guests here at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar, uh, where if they can't find your game, no one can. Got uh, the U.S. Women's National Team in action. Game of the World Cup on these screens. Got uh, Stanley Cup Game 3, Major League Baseball. Yeah, this is the best sports bar in Fort Wayne now in its 26th year of existence. And our number two is next, Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports The Fan. Back in a minute on the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in Central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, 
FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time homebuyers, reverse mortgages, and a refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh, um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen, answering the call, earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, Big Ass Man! Shop your way, members. Get Big Ass Savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. It's the BS Sports Show. You need to calm down. I mean, I'm not that excited about this show when they pay me. Welcome back to the BS Sports Show Monday edition. I just went outside and uh, last visit uh, to this studio. Uh, Go bad and, and and blowing off quickly. Hopefully, yeah. here at Wrigley, they've got you taken care of no matter what. They got the out, they got the indoor smoke yeah. patio. They got you covered no matter what you got going on tonight. No matter what, and the Aussies have tied it up with Team USA. By the way, in this World Cup yeah. opener group. Just so you know, I care. <laughs> I do I care? They're wearing jerseys. I'm still watching. Uh, is with a spread of the show. annual. Event here in Auburn, Indiana. Yes, I come by here. Uh, yeah. Like tonight, I'm just coming to your show. So, yeah. So there too, really. I didn't. Know, you know what I'm saying? But Butch Jones, I think he got us. I think he got us back in the right direction. Uh, we're back on presenting. Cool, man. Glad you're back. Uh, Glad 
be here. This Friday. Right on. Uh, the Campbell. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know because we still give money to charity, still help kids out. But at the end of the day, uh, not myself, but there are people that are getting paid. So I don't be the guy that they come up and say, "Hey, you know you saying this is charity," and no, the money to end up there. So kids still get their Christmas presents. That's that's first and foremost with our show. But again, I wanted a name maybe that was a. And uh, kind of represented, you know, uh, a little better of what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah I'm pissed off that I didn't think of it last time. I was like, wow, that is cool now. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you get out of town, I'm taking it, just <laughs> FYI. Uh, you guys uh, have a lot of cool things on the website. This guy be all merchants of the show this weekend. I, I like these shirts, man. They're cool. Yeah, you know, I have uh, a sponsor in just about 90 shirts. But, uh, so there will be a few uh, Sweet. Yeah, we're big time in it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all. So, if you're not familiar with TV, got to check them out, man. Uh, you're getting close to a couple million, couple million viewers on a regular basis. What you're doing? Last month, we had right over 2 million views. For this. And, uh, we're about 75,000 subscribers and about 45 million views total. Wow. That's so, yeah, awesome. we're rocking and rolling. That's awesome, man. Um, you know, we've talked in the past, uh, but obviously for those not familiar with what's happening at uh, Auctions America, Auction Park up there on County Road 11, uh, we're going to see a class of muscle cars, aren't we? That's right. As a matter of fact, you're going to see everything from uh, 2015's uh, 1915, I would guess. Wow. Know? I mean, yeah, it's that's why it's the cavalcade of cool. Mm-hmm. If it's cool, it doesn't matter if truck a So people do to their cars when they take the shows and do things. What's the coolest modification you've seen done to a car? Or the coolest thing put into a car that you know wouldn't be there? What's the coolest thing you've seen into a car? They always get lost moves. I don't remember seeing anything bad. The thing with our is that there's much out there. It's just hard to tell you. I'll tell you, recently I was just in, I just shot the Good guys, Indy. So I was just in Indy this past weekend, and uh, there was a guy there with a Jeep truck that had all C4 Corvette running gear, L2 motor under it, all that. And, I mean, that kind of stuff. It's probably fun to see the creativity of some of these cars. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You know, I tell people, if you want a car that flies, literally flies, I got the guy that can build it if you have the money and you have the time. I was seeing. I was just looking at one that popped up when I searched the actual event. The guy has a, a truck and he had a bowling alley in it. And it had a ball <laughs> that's, that's that's impressive. That's, I mean, that's, that's. I think I would spend my time uh, to put something else on bowling. That really ladies to me, but it's, right. it's a damn cool invention. Is to see what people come up with. You can do anything. Right. You know what I'm saying. I mean, right. you know, it may take a lot of slices and dicing and money to make it happen, but at the end of the day. Friday and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Friday Saturday, up at Auburn Park, uh, uh, Park, just uh, right up the side of the interstate. You can't miss it. It's uh, obvious, I, obviously, it's the class of 
It's just a great event to check out. And a southern boy uh, like yourself, when you come up, obviously you're like the Auburn Museums here. That's that had to be cool for you too. It, it is. I think that you're standing not only where these cars were made, the National Museum was yeah. was the repair shop, right? Yeah. And you'll look around and think, man, this has been around a long time. And all the things that went as a real craftsman. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. now in the custom hot rod world, you got those craftsmen, but it's like you know, if you're a, a 2015 Cadillac, you know, take them off. But back in the day, a lot of that stuff was one-off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Each one had to be handmade and put together. Well, you know, and, and the demise of Detroit, <laughs> the, the demise of the big three was partially due to the fact that, you know, way back in the day, especially, it wasn't about fuel economy or how much the vehicle weighed. They put... They just put style. bells and whips. Yeah, 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 looking yeah. good. I mean, those cars weighed three times as much as the cars were today. That's right. And the thing is, is that, you know, the, the wind tunnel is really what screwed style. Yeah. Because a wind tunnel does not know if you're a Ford, Chevy, or a Chrysler, but it'll give you the same numbers. Right. And if you make it pointy and you make it, you know, do these certain things, you're going to get better gas mileage, better uh, aero efficiency, and things like that. And so at the end of the day, what we have on the market now is a lot of cars that look the same. Yeah. It's hard to tell one from the other because, the you know, with government regulations, the aero, you know, you got to make these sure. things work. And, sure. again, that wind tunnel doesn't know if you're Toyota or if you're Ford. It gives yeah. you the same information. So. Talking with Scotty D from Scotty D TV, their event the Cavalcade of Cool up in Auburn and Auto Park happens this weekend. Uh, from Twitter at uh, at Adventure underscore Maria wants to know the difference between a hot rod and a rat rod. She hears her boyfriend talk about it all the time, doesn't know what the difference is. Okay, a rat rod is a rat rod is going to be anymore. Everything's getting expensive. I would say a rat rod is something where it looks like oh maybe they took a uh, Budweiser can and they're using it for uh, an oil filter. I mean it's Whatever parks were laying around, you know, I mean, nothing's going to be finished. You're going to have uh, street signs as uh, door panels, and I mean, it's just rat. Just think of the word rat trap, rat, you know, rat, what that means. So it doesn't so, look the nicest, but a badass very car. cool, right. Yeah. And then your, your hot rod, I classify everything as a hot rod yeah. anymore, you know what I'm saying? I mean, um, you know, if it's your car and you think it's cool, then it's a hot rod. So, and you, you know, but you have a lot of breakdowns of pro touring and pro mod and things like that but a rat rod those are going to be the ones that are going to be all rusty no paint on them that kind of thing yeah uh you came here today with john jennings good friend of mine for many many years and now a good friend of yours because right, you guys right. have developed that relationship uh, but uh, he's with the auburn shifters club uh you're also here with from lingenfelter and and lingenfelter known far and wide as yeah. well so you oh, yeah, you come yeah. up here and got to see up close and personal the auburn court duesenberg region and and you also probably went down and checked out lingenfelter a time or two if you get on my channel you'll see how many times i've checked it out <laughs> yeah and i and i'm lucky because sean introduced me then to ken yeah. lingenfelter that now runs it and for y'all everybody that doesn't know ken's got probably 45 million dollars worth of cars sitting in a building up in brighton michigan and he invited me up there and i mean I was, he's got seven Ferraris at the time. And I'm not a big Ferrari fan, but I appreciate him, okay? Yeah. But to be able to stand and have my hand on an Enzo and an F40 at the same time, those are million-dollar cars, and to be able to see between them, 
fan. I get to do the coolest stuff in the world, you know? Is that like guy porn? I mean, it's, no, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You know, it would be for you, too. Because you know, if you had that car, what it would get you. Well, and, and then you'd be ah, down on your yeah, 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 yeah. But, but let's go back. I'm a Detroit guy. I, I was born and raised in the Motor City, and you'd never know that so, by the clothes I wear, like right. this old English D or my Lions. I wasn't or, sure what that D stood for. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you, I wasn't sure. But, you know, there was a time when, when, when the Japanese automakers came over here with their Toyotas and their Nissans and their, and their Datsuns, uh, giving us fuel economy and everything like that. And it, and it almost was the demise of the muscle car. Matter of fact, it was kind of like sure. the, the, the demise of the muscle car for a while. And thankfully, thankfully, guys like you, Sky yeah. D, uh, from Sky D T, and, and other aficionados said, wait a minute, we still need muscle cars. And fortunately, now you're still seeing the production of muscle cars. Dude, we it's are. the fuel economy world we live in. You hear about the, the muscle car wars of the 60s. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, and my dad, he's 70, buddy. He'll tell you all day long about those cars. We are in a horsepower war like we have never seen. Yeah. I'm talking about in 2015. I mean, you got to know six cylinders are 300 horse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you're not. When I started this channel five years ago, if I found a car with a thousand horse, holy smokes, that was vibe. And people would talk about it for days. Right. I shot a car, it was a custom car, street car, though, up in Detroit this year, 4,000 horsepower. <laughs> and then you go to the factory, right? I got a Mustang GT3 uh, 2008 with a V8 motor in it, 300 horse. The new six cylinders are 300 horse. And if you want to get anybody's attention, you got to have seven, 700 horse. And you can go to the factory and buy that now. How crazy is that? You know that the, that the, new, Z, the new Z06 Corvette would have to be detuned to be a race car. <laughs> and that's the honest to goodness truth. Wow. There is the, it's the, above spec. That's right. The, the street car is more horsepower, more torque than is allowed in the race car series. Now, you imagine how crazy it is to wrap your mind around. Yeah. You'd have to detune it to go race. <laughs> that's nuts. Crazy. Well, I remember the, Cor- the Corvette was the only uh, production car that didn't have to be modified to be a pace car right. uh, on the racing circuits. But any more six-cylinders will do it now. Yeah. You now, like I said, that's... No, for all that we hate about uh, the government getting involved, eventually Americans, right, figured out that, look, if we are going to sell cars to our people, they're going to have to have horsepower. They're going to have to get out of their own way. They don't like these four-cylinders turning 10,000 RPMs and going nowhere, you know, and they kept diligently figuring out, how are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? And they did. They got this. Because now, again, you got a 600-horsepower car that will roll down the interstate at 75 miles an hour and please 32 miles a gallon. I know. Who's complaining? I think the only drawback. I, I can't afford it. <laughs> I, I'm thinking the only drawback is is that you know we as Americans are like, man, you know, we now now we've got these cars with all these horsepower, but the speed limit's still 65. We need some autobahns. We need some autobahns in America. Well, even worse than that is, you know, I was somebody with a with a street law, outlaw show and, and all the heat that it's catching. Yeah, you know, and I'm yeah. not trying to sound sound old here, but in the 80s. There was a time and place you could get away with it. Yeah. Okay. But now we're in a 24-hour world, and at three in the morning, there's still a lot of traffic. Yeah. And it's still to go hard. Cameras on the lights. And it's hard to go get a street racing out there. Yeah. So you know, I mean, you're right. We've got all this horsepower, and it would have been nice to have it 20 years ago when we had a little space to enjoy. It. <laughs> so you guys talk about muscle cars, and I know that you know if you think it's cool, it's cool. But what if you go back to if you fall back to a favorite muscle car? What what is your favorite still to this day? 
I know it's a hard question. It but is. It is a hard question. And for me, to, you know, if I say a Chevrolet, then a Ford guys are going to hate me. And yeah. Say, okay, I go buy one. I mean, you know, everybody really, has their favorite. You, I'll tell you, there's two things that I'm really hot on right now, and they happen to both be GM products. It is like a 68 to 73 10 pickup truck slammed to the ground. Really? Dude, they are hot right now, and they make the coolest hot rods. Okay. And then I'm really into the second generation Camaro, the split bumper Camaros. I like those. And then people would think, well, the first generation is the one, but there's so many of the first generation there. A little more square body. A little point in the front, you know, and uh, those are the <laughs> I drive a Mustang today, but right now, and, and the thing is, with the trucks, the Ford is the same way, but it's it's only three years. Yeah. So it's like a I don't know, sixty-eight nine to a seventy. Um, that makes a cool roundish kind of body style. Yeah. yeah. What, what about the two thousand nine Chevy Aveo? What do you feel about those? Oh, dude, it, it, those collectors <laughs> items. Collectors <laughs> items in thirty years for sure. <laughs> I was bought when I was there. A lot, a lot for a lot of people with nostalgia like this, and and almost everybody can remember their first car. Everybody can remember, you know, their era and, and their era, and and like you talked about those uh, Camaros, and you know anybody that was into those late in the SSs, and and, uh, and and I was a Nova guy. I, I had a, I had a '71 Nova, and I loved that car to death, and Again, now, now you okay because like those are good looking cars, yeah. but that Chevy two, that first shoebox Nova type, yeah, dude, those make way cool hot rods too. You can't yeah. go wrong. They're light. There's nothing to them. You, know, you put it 400 horse into one of those, and you got a missile. Yeah. And then you slam them to the ground, give them the right stance, and they're cool too. So, yeah. talking with Scotty D from Scotty D TV, their cavalcade of cool happens this weekend in Auburn at the Auctions America Park from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Friday and Saturday. You can even go up there and camp. It's a cool event. If somebody's going to get started, they, they, they're thinking, okay, I, I've been around some of these hot rods. I've seen them. I want to get started doing a hot rod. What, what's a common mistake maybe people can stay away from if they're starting their, to try to put together their first car? You go to a show and you see a car there that could be 100,000 cars out there, 2.5 million. Car that won to Detroit this year, who's built 2.5 million. Don't think that's where you're going to go. You know, um, you know, find yourself something that's reasonable and uh, start tuning on it. Do some research. Figure out, you know, again, going back to the GM products, you can put an LS in a lot of things. And LSs came in pickup trucks and every kind of car. They're cheap. You can get them out of a junk. And you can take the LS and put it in anything and make it cool. But is it to where you get it done, you know, in a couple of months and it's not realistic? I mean, you need to really set up some time and really yeah, let it evolve. That's you need to do your homework, research, because even even on these high end builds, you know we're getting a, we're getting a lot of people that are coming into the sport who have money and they want the you know people with money what they want it they want it now they want right. what they want sure. they want it now and you can't you know some of these builds are two and three years yeah wow. so I mean not not a whole, but again trying to do too much setting your sights too high thinking if I can't have that Cherry '69 Camaro with a 427 and I don't want nothing well that guy that's got that car didn't start off car right. you know what i'm saying he started out with something a lot cheaper a lot a lot you know so um yeah TV and what's cool in there something that you think is affordable they're doing tell you what you know they'll help you out i'll tell you you can pull off what you're trying to pull off it's all happening friday saturday 
Southern Auction Park, also known as Auction Park, uh, Mopar Corral, a Ford Corral, a Chevy Corral, all makes and models will be on this display. And it's got out, uh, not just no, motorcycles, no, trucks. Bolts. Yeah, dude, you know what I really like? Those uh, those uh, MI trucks. Yeah. You ever see them semi trucks? They're all slammed down to the ground, custom paint now. Yeah. You know, somebody's got a CB, go out there and call and tell people, uh, I'd like to have those. But yeah, no, cars, trucks, boats. Cool is cool. That's what I say. If it's cool, bring it. If anyone needs to see it, I'll put it on my channel. Speaking of trucks, remember when the Little Red Express was all everything off sure. the... Uh, sure, sure. Uh, that, that was a cool little truck, wasn't it? It, it is a cool What happened to those? They, they, didn't let, they, they probably are pretty big on the collection. Are they still not bringing a lot of money? No, now they're not. There wasn't a lot of them. <laughs> well, no, there wasn't a lot of them, and the reason was because they didn't sell many of them. Yeah. So, and yeah. the thing is, you got to remember when those were around. What are we talking, 70-something? Right? Yeah. They didn't perform. Yeah. I mean, you know, go back to some guy, but do you remember the SS-454 trucks back in, you know you know how many horsepower those things were? Well, oh, right at 200. Really? Yeah. So here you are getting nine miles a gallon to get 200 horse out of a big block. So, you know, again, there's a lot of cool stuff that came along there that isn't going to uh, isn't going to have any value to it because, it, it you know, if it's still around because their rust was a big problem then and yeah, all that kind of yeah. thing. So, no, what you what you now, though, is uh, people taking and making a little Red Express out of a modern-day truck. Yeah. And now that's cool. Yeah. You know? um, and if you could find one, I've seen a couple of real nice cars there, but they don't. They don't hold the value like they think would. They, they just don't. What vehicles showing up with you're like, holy crap! I can't believe you modified this and brought it in. I mean, you talk boats and motorcycles. What's a? Is there a? You know, somebody brought in like an AT. And you know, has there been something that's just been really different that's modified? Yeah, that's that's day of life. It's different. But uh, last year, a uh, couple of things come to mind. Last year, I shot a Yugo. Wow, did <laughs> you shoot a Yugo? Because it had a uh, 500 uh, cubic inch Cadillac motor in the front and a 500 cubic inch Cadillac motor in the back. So that made a Yugo that was way cool. All wheel drive, two big uh, two big 500 inch Cadillac motor. And then only drive, the guy at the time, it, the body was done nice on it, all the work was done nice on it, and he autocrossed it, and it went like a bat out of heck on the autocross track. That's awesome. You yeah. know? And that's creativity, too. You know, who would think of taking a Yugo and making it a muscle car? I agree. But here's the other thing. Those Yugos come from Yugoslavia. Yeah. And it was like everybody in Yugoslavia was going nuts over that video because they didn't think they'd be cool, you know. <laughs> and they were like, look at this. There's a Yugo that's cool. They were telling the whole world, you know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, no, that, that video's got, I don't know, 250,000 views on it. And I think that 80% of them are from Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't get me paid because nobody's advertising to Yugoslavia. But at the end of the day, yeah, um, yeah that was cool. I just shot a, a little like '61 Jeep up truck. I don't know if you remember them, but the thing about it is, is that uh, it's sitting on an LS2 motor with C4 Corvette up under it. It slammed to the ground. It's got the stagger on it, and here it is—a little Jeep pickup truck. You don't see many of them or any of them at all. And just somebody took the time. He actually bought it. Was going to use it as a plow truck for uh, snow plowing. And he got to looking at it. Was like, yeah, I'm going to build a hot rod. That five years later, he showed up at uh, Indy this past weekend. What about those big giant blocks they used to put in in those Cadillacs and in, in like the late uh, late 60s? I think our Eldorado, we had a '68 Eldorado. I think it had a 500 in it. Yeah. I mean, they had monster blocks under those cars, which weren't meant to be powerful cars. They were meant to be luxury cars. Right. I think the Eldorado, I guess, was technically the, the sportier model back then of, of the Cadillac. Well, there again, being Billy. Uh, 
America. Again, you nobody's ever complained about horsepower. You never produced a car and people go, you know, if it had 50 less horse, I'd be a buyer on that <laughs> thing, you know. So, again, even in the, back in the day, when cars weren't running, they still had to have some kind of a call to action, you know. I mean, yeah. like I said, they made 454s. They had 200 horse. Yeah. You know, my dad had a 74 Corvette. He bought a brand-new 350, and it had 182 horse, mm. you know. And then I had an 84 Z28 with a 305, and it had 225 horse. Yeah. So, you know, there again, some of them some of them motors, they're, you don't find deceiving. them anymore. Yeah, they're deceiving, right? numbers, but they really just didn't go anywhere. So what creates the horsepower for a vehicle, for the novice listener? What, 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 you don't, it's not necessarily the size of the engine, and, and now we're not even talking about 500s anymore. Now we're right. talking, you know, uh, we're, we're in the metric system with cars. Well, yeah, they're, they're leaders, but they still break down. They're yeah. five sevens, about a 350, and, uh, yeah. you know, they still have a, they have a small block, 427 or a 302. Now, uh, what makes horsepower is uh, air and fuel. Uh, combustion. I mean, the more you can, and that's why turbocharging or supercharging works because you can only suck so much air into your chambers when they open up. Uh, so, but if you can get more in there, in that's there. right. If you can cram it in there, yeah. then you can add more fuel. You can get a bigger explosion. You get more horsepower, more torque. But don't confuse anybody because people that watch channel know I don't know nothing but what's cool, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> I, don't you've come, been, don't you've come. been asked that question enough to make sure you have an answer. Uh, well, the thing about I, I mean, I'm aware of what makes the combustion motor work, but I couldn't go in there and fix it for you. Like your brother John Jennings over there that, nah, boy knows that builds a car. About. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. Exactly. He can he can melt down a little in his backyard <laughs> and, and forge his own blocks. You're right. Yeah. And I'm lucky to have friends like him. Yeah. On your TV channel, TV, you've got an electric sports car on there. Does that bring challenges with it being an electric sports car to try to get the higher Is there any challenges with it being electric? No, the challenge is. And see, people don't understand that. Yeah, a lot of it for people that aren't around, but the sound of a car is every bit as sexy or cool as the look of the car. Yeah. And electric doesn't make any noise. And because you can get the torque, horsepower with, a, with an electric car, it's about working kilowatts, I think, is how they do that. But at the end of the day, no, they can be made to be very fast, but they don't sound. They don't have any. Well, it may not happen in our lifetimes. But uh, eventually, combustion engines are going to go by the side. And we're going to see electric and whatever, you know, hydrogen, whatever it is that's going to power these cars take over. Someday, somewhere, we're going to realize global warming is. is, is but You're going to make me calculate. Stop. All right. You're going to make me, you're gonna put me tears over here. Because I'm a Harley Davidson guy, too. And, you know, it's going to be the cars before it's the motorcycles. Motorcycles might just disappear. And it's just not going to be the same. You don't get that. You know, the other thing is, is they're they're not going to let us drive them yeah. for much longer. You know, that's the other force. You know, we're talking negativity there. <laughs> you know, is that eventually, yeah, because it makes common sense. Human error is a major reason for car accidents. We took the humans out of it. Nobody being a car yeah. accident. So let's go with that. I still want to be control the steering wheel and the pedal. I don't think, because to me, it's about from point A to point B. You know, they're about, you know, it's about feeling that push in the seat. It's about hearing and uh, G-forces and things like that. Well, I remember when I bought my, uh, my first muscle car. It was it was brand new, a 1996 Mustang GT. Uh, that was my first brand new muscle car I bought off the production line. That was about one. You know, the four Mustang kind of with that retro look, and and in my mind, I think that was kind of the return of the muscle car. 
that those early nineties when they went right back and yeah. they gave big five and horsepower to them and now that five oh you're in the mid eighties that five oh started out in uh, in the and they started to get a handle on it because yeah. in the mid eighties they brought fuel injection yeah. back. Yeah. You know? And um, that's really what led Silicon I mean with the admissions they needed. and that's why everything's injected at that you know, well, Without it. And thank God for racing. Oh, because yeah. because racing has helped figure these vehicles on how to handle horse power, sort of fuel economy and emission standards. Because mm-hmm. all these racing circuits, whether you're a NASCAR fan, open wheel fan, Formula One fan, they've all tried to figure out how to circumvent every system that's been laid on them to make cars faster and more powerful. That's kind of all translated to the automakers. They've, they've taken that technology and, and passed it on to us. And, are driving these cars on these roads. Thank God for rich dudes. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Thank God for Research rich and dudes. development That's down it. at Indy. Well, I mean, somebody like Chip Canan got to put it all together. Penske's got to put it all together. Yeah. You know, without those guys leading leading these organizations, then GM may be doing something else. Ford may be doing something else. It's yeah. to them going and saying, you know, hey, sponsor me over here. Let me see what I can get out of your order and make things happen. So, it, yeah, it, yeah, if it wasn't for racing, this is what we'd have. So you're, you're here Huge event this weekend, the Cavalcade Cool Out there in Auburn. Uh, question from Twitter: The window, are cars going to be for sale there as well, or is it just a car show? No, there's going to be a sweet no big car. Wow. And I've never seen a car that wasn't for sale. For sale in cash, and I'm <laughs> sure we can get them on. Right. <laughs> Everything's for sale. Everything's for the right price. Uh, all right, uh, you can find out more info about the Cavalcade of Cool. Uh, you can go to Scotty D TV's website. You can go to the AuburnShooters.com website. Uh, check it out Friday and Saturday up there at Auburn Auction Park, Auctions America Auburn Auction Park. We got some tickets to give away. We want to do that via uh, social media. So uh, hit the, uh, the Twitter uh, at Sports the Fan, at Billy Elvis, at Mo Radio Show, uh, and all you got to do is. Uh, just tweet um, Scotty D T V to us. There you go. Uh, that's of course Scotty's Twitter handle. It's uh, Scotty I E, not uh, Y. Uh, the letter D T V. Uh, at E D T V. Just tweet us that. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully you're headed up there this Friday and Saturday, man. This, like I said, this is our third this show. Talking to us and. I'm damnedest to get up there uh, either early Saturday because I've got busy man. You're a rock star. I understand that. <laughs> the fact that you, Billy, you don't know. I mean, for all the things I get to do in a year, this radio show, this 15 minutes I get to spend with you is one of the highlights of my He's day. He's sucking up. You need to get on some Xanax. <laughs> yeah. Your life is Well, bad. I tried to get some, but you wouldn't give it to me. So I can't afford it. You know, uh, brother. Uh, and we'll have some more tickets to give away. We're back out here on Friday, too, so you can head out there Saturday. Uh, have a great time, as you always do up in Auburn, man. Oh, let me tell you, this area is so awesome. The people are okay, it's such a car culture up yeah, here. Yeah, it really and, is. And, I mean, I travel States shooting hot rods, and I know I, I was blowing a little smoke on you. You know I love you. <laughs> but it is one of the highlights coming hanging out with you and getting a, getting all these people to come out and see me. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you're a good dude, man. In spite of that Tennessee orange you're wearing for me. Yeah, you got Bullet, you got Harbaugh, so. We'll see. You know, like Holy I said, hell. you know, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to get into it. Let's just say it. We don't have any NCAA violations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
I mean, he likes to be friendly with you know. He likes to be their buddy, not their parent, from uh, what I understand. Uh, and um, you know, what are you going to do? But after what, I think it is going to make that Michigan Ohio State rivalry come back again. Uh, amen. Right? Amen. That's what I want. I trust mean, me yeah. as a Michigan fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. <laughs> You got to turn it around a couple, of years. but I do. I think I think you Wolverines are are on the right track, brother, and and I'm happy to see. That. I'm from Toledo, so I was right on that Michigan Ohio State line, you know. I mean, balls, go balls. Which way did you lean though? Then back to. Uh, I hope Michigan does good, just because I lost his bet to him, and I had to get the stupid Jim Harbaugh tattoo on my arm. You, so you get to get off if, if they beat him or something. It'd be nice. I never talk about turn it into something else. Well, maybe we can find him and remove that tattoo if you'd like. He put it in a nice, visible place. I want a T-shirt. You can damn, near, there, you damn, near put it in, damn near put it in his armpit. He, he did do it. He uh, he's did a man it. of his he word. I mean, he next did. time you better specify location, <laughs> right? Um, now you know what you're doing. I'm saying most guys wouldn't have gone through with it. I went through with it. Scotty D TV. Google you are. Google me, baby. Yeah, no, no. The best is uh, go to scottydv.com. It's the best way. The website we got right now is about two weeks from some website, but what I got coming from in about three weeks is fine. Hey, you know what? It's it, technology evolves on a weekly basis. That's it. So yeah, I guess that's uh, it. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, you know, if you just want a general idea of what's going on, or you like Camaro, go scottydv.com. It's going to pull them off. There you go. So, this guy, he's the guy. I'm almost, almost like you, Billy. <laughs> uh, when I get to level in cars like you are in sports, I will feel like I made it. I love man. I love you, man. Checks in the mail. Uh-huh. Scotty D T V and uh, the Cavalier Auctions America, Auburn Auction Park. Uh yeah, let's just go ahead. Let's do it. Really We're coming out on the show. Really right now. Put my hand on the back of the chair, I put it right on most. Uh Mode in flames. <laughs> no, he, he just got a grin on his face. Uh, he came back, he came back today. to prison. <laughs> Somebody starts his best, let him stop till they're done. Uh, check it out. Uh, info to be found at Auburn uh, AuburnShifters.com, SkyTV.com. We've also got a Cavalcade of Cool website, so I'm afraid to visit that and see information about the show. Absolutely. Cavalcade of Cool. Cavalcade. Yeah, we've got K's going on here. Right. Cavalcade of Cool. Oh, that's cool, right? Uh, presented by Scotty DTV. Uh, always a pleasure, brother. And uh, if I don't see you this weekend, We'll talk soon, man. All right. And I would love to see you come on. I know you're a busy man, but if you can, just swing by because I brag. I know you. I got it. And that's the third year. not showing up. My friends are calling BS on that. I you know, know what I'm saying? I, I got to get out there. I'm going to get out there Saturday morning. I'm going right. to be out there Saturday right before lunch, somewhere in that day. You're the man, brother. <laughs> so much. All right. Stick around. We've got uh, one more segment uh, here at Rick Field on every Friday and Monday. We do the show. Sports best and football. We called it, Mo, about how Tampa wanted to get on the board. First, what up, units? And Matt Allen Madison's quiet somewhat for the time being, about midway the first year. Uh, so, so we'll talk a little bit about the NBA Finals and a little bit on the okay. And if you go to the uh, Billy Elvis Facebook now I've got to do. So uh, head to the Billy Elvis Facebook page right now. The easiest way to ask people about what we've been talking about is Scotty D. Uh, down one more Mo time at Mo Radio Show at Elvis at BS Sports the fan at the BS Sports Show Hi this is Billy Elvis and along with Mo time we host the BS Sports Show now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana which can be found at indianasportsradio.com tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports 
covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Times, at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, $8.50 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... <laughs> oh. Um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen, answering the call, earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, Big Ass Man! Shop your way, members. Get Big Ass Savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, 
and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. I'm unbelievable. I'm a beautiful, beautiful man. It's the BS Sports Show. Welcome back to the BS Show. Live from Wrigley Grill in Georgetown North. It is a Monday night. Don't forget, we will be back out here again Friday uh, for the weekend starter party. Uh, the Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar for over 25 years. Make sure you try the uh, the wings out here at Wrigley. They are amazing. I got my order in to take some home. I love the uh, the teriyaki boneless ones. Man. You can't go wrong. Wrigley, Wrigley wings are amazing. Uh, also, uh, we got uh, game number three of the uh, NHL Stanley Cup final going on out here. Uh, a little over nine minutes to go in the first period right now. Tampa leads Chicago one in, in Chicago. And again, Tampa's had the uh, the road uh, of the of the toughest bills for playing. His opponents on this Cup final uh, going through uh, Detroit going. Through Garden, the Joe, and up there in Montreal, he's a play. And uh, Tampa has, you know, in the NHL to play on. But, you know, either way, you've got uh, two teams, and it's been a great three so far. Only hope that they continue to be. Hopefully, a lot of people are checking out the uh, NHL tonight and giving them a chance as the uh, game three of the Stanley Cup finals on NBC. They're playing in Chicago, which is an amazing building. First Stanley Cup final, and again one nothing uh, Tampa Bay just under nine minutes ago in the first period. Series tied so far one one Chicago game one. It is very easy could Tampa Bay up two nothing at, at this point, but uh, Chicago got that first game and we're back in in Chicago for game three now. Far the offense has been pretty stagnant. Uh, Bishop is back in net this game for uh, for Tampa Bay, so their big their biggest goaltender is back in net. Yeah, yeah. I love coming out to Wrigley Field, and you know you'll chastise me about you know my disappearing act on the show, uh, whether it's Friday or Monday for the matter. But you just gotta walk a mile in my shoes once in a while. I just went back to the bathroom, really had a conversation I didn't want to get into with a guy in the in the in the 
you know, standing next to Eddie Yule just because it's uncomfortable. It's weird. About the last time he'd seen me, which was about four radio in the early 90s. Was it in the bathroom as well? No, no, no. I don't, I don't remember. He didn't specify where exactly we last seen each other, but um, if it would have been, you know, he would have probably brought that up. Like, um, but the other conversation I just had was I'm talking on the radio. And I go, sure, what do you want to talk about? And he didn't like yourself very well. <laughs> but he wanted to come on the radio. Not your chick. You don't talk about anything important. Hey, you and your hot chick things. Well, how does that? How is this theme tonight that you've got going? Not a theme. It's an everyday thing. Well, but it, it's it's very evident tonight uh, throughout the course of our show about how you don't give a crap about women at all. Some sort of sexual factor involved. Some sort of sexual I just appreciate women for the human beings they are, Mo? Uh, no. No, I look at them as, as completely sexized. Complete sexized. That's all. Yeah. That's it. You, you nailed it right there. Explains the success in your relationships. Well, true. I mean, it's a very true story. I'm not lying. That's very true. It, 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 it's successful in some... No, it's not really. No, I'm... The point was, well, they say sports a little bit. They have to use golf to play in golf. Which would be overall better for them because they'd make more money. Yeah, I know. But... I'll do that. Damn. Here's the deal. They they got to do it without getting protesters out there. They got to do it without people saying they don't want to lose credibility for their sport. I believe they already do what you're saying. They can't be talking about it. They're tied up the game now. Blackhawks just up. They have to be subtle. They can't piss off women's rights. They got to be half because. I know what you're saying, dude. Women's sports, no matter how happy they can be, no matter how good they are compared to their competition, for instance, we know that there are better U.S. female soccer players and tennis players compared to the rest of the world than there are uh, tennis and soccer players compared to the rest of the world. Uh, So why isn't it more popular? Well, Get what you're saying. They can raise their popularity, but they don't want to tick off their core, right? Or uh, are are those that do appreciate women's sports? I, I've got a very good example for you. How awful the tennis player was Anna Kornikova, right? Horrendous. She never won anything. Right, but how much good did she do for women's tennis in the late 90s? And guess what? Her face was on every freaking advertisement for U.S. Open, for Wimbledon, for the French Open, for the she never won any. So even though she was horrible, she did a lot of good for women's tennis. And my point was, is they had already done that. They already realized that cells and utilized her. And Danica, another one. Then why do you think you post a girl for NASCAR or IndyCar when she doesn't win? Right. And, and I think if you switch, you saw the women going for tank tops. It's not that big switch. You put those on. It's not that big of a switch. The, the poles they wear now are right anyways. You know, or let them wear a skirt or better shorts. You know. It, that could be a subtle enough. You don't have to pour it out to them in bikinis, but you could do it subtle enough to where it could tasteful and sexier. Natalie, the hell her last name is up close. Yeah. Would you tell Golden. me when, you wouldn't turn more if she shorts? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm not that it wouldn't be a coup for guys just like you. Uh, you guys that think with the wrong head 95%. I'm just saying it's. 
It only <laughs> make more money. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if you want to throw Patrick Kane in, 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 in a thought, in a, all right, I'll deal with it. I mean, I'm going it up a little bit, ladies. So, they've got game three tonight. The NBA and the series is each other to the point the home team and the games split and uh, a venue switch. Yep. And I'm convinced I'm convinced this uh, NHL Stanley Cup Finals going south. Uh, I'm also convinced that the Cavaliers aren't winning another game. Uh, we got to find that one. So that's for, I'd definitely take that one. I- at least one of them. At least one. And, and it's going to be if you're a Cavaliers fan or the Cavaliers. You get one of those games in Oakland. And that shouldn't have happened. Should not have happened last night, especially after losing Cavaliers. So that was the whole scenario you went out of Oakland. It was to get one of those games. Yeah. Um, but by the same token, you know, you saw the worst. Now, outside of Thompson, you saw the worst performance of the year from the Golden State Warriors. Team that lost three games at home all season long, including playoffs, heading into last night's right, loss. So how much big how much bigger than ever was that? Because now all people have to do is hold serve at home and they're the NBA champions. Because LeBron is going to he's going to be out again. I will point out we did see that last year at the end of the season after Wade had been hurt and Bosch had played awful and, and Ray Allen had run out of gas. We did see it last year, but LeBron has also won two titles after dropping the first game of the NBA Finals. But he didn't lose two of the I, no, big you're right. three. You're right. You're right. You know, yes, he did deal with you know uh, a Dwayne Wade that wasn't a hundred percent in both championship wins, uh, and Chris Bosh, uh, for whatever reason, just kind of disappeared at times uh, for the Miami, Miami Heat, but nevertheless, they didn't totally lose those guys. Uh, LeBron doesn't have two championships in Miami if he's playing for those two championships without D. Wade and without Chris Bosh. He just isn't, because he's not doing it with that other cast of characters he had. Well, well, now, LeBron's been in the five straight finals. Jordan knew that. I mean, and he yeah. took the time off, whether it be for whatever I mean, he wanted. And of how great LeBron is, yes, he can win games almost but, all by but, himself. But he the NBA championship with this team. Can we start that greatest ever conversation a little more? Jordan won and did lose one five straight. And if he wins it with this horrific team, can we that uh, comparison closer now with the greatest ever? Absolutely. We're closer with Mike now? Because what what you would have is is a team that won with the fewest pieces to the puzzle. You could go back to the beginning of the NBA, and you would never, you would never see a championship team with less star power on the floor than these Cleveland Cavaliers would have. Yes, you would have to put it all. You'd have to give it to LeBron. Most had they won would have been the 2007 Cavaliers that yeah. LeBron took, yeah. and the uh, what was it, 2000, 2001 uh, Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. Both, by the way, had no point guard. That poor bastard. <laughs> No, obviously, but but then again, dude, would you be willing to put any money on the Cavs winning this series? After last night? Yeah, because first we get right. But yeah, I, I would. I'm, My I'm, point is, is, do you think the Cavs are going to win this yes. series? You think they're going to 
I think getting one in Oakland was important. I don't think LeBron drops a game at home. Now he's got to do his whole serve at home. Well, then we got to. Would you like to bet this? Well, I already bet that they would they would win another game, but sure, I'll bet it. No, no, no. no. Yes, yes. D- different yes, bet. Yes. Different bet. Yes, because I, I got the I got the Warriors. You got the Cavs. Fine. And, and I'll tell you why I take this it. This is going to be a big bet. I'll tell you why I take it. Here's why. Because the San Antonio team last year much different. So when LeBron ran out of gas, he couldn't compete with the team. This team is different. They have a bunch of players, true, and they have a, a lot of great pieces. But it's just different. And maybe maybe it's the coaching of Greg Popovich. But there was just something different about that. An out of gas that we couldn't deal with. This uh, this Warriors team tonight, when Steph Curry has a bad night, they are very vulnerable. You know what I mean? They're very vulnerable. So, yes, that's why I think that they have a chance. I, I think Steve Kerr's got this thing exactly mapped out. I think people are playing too much into the fact that Steve Kerr's an inexperienced head coach. He's in his first year. Yeah, I don't think that. Guess what? The guy's won championships. Not with Michael Jordan in Chicago, but also with, with the aforementioned San Antonio. I mean, here's a guy that has finals experience, maybe not necessarily as a coach, but he's got plenty of right. finals experience. But, I'm almost of the opinion that this is exactly what he thought. This is going as he thought in, in his mind. He probably thought his MVP, Steph Curry, in charted territory in NBA finals this late in the year, might have a bad game. And he did. He, but I think what his goal is is to wear out LeBron. He's he's he, he's he's going a marathon, not a sprint. And he's going and he's already worn out LeBron. Well, here's the thing about two it: two games is you had guys on that Spurs team who had been playing for championships and been in the finals a bunch. Guys who had been there. Now you, the Warriors and these guys on there have never played this long ever into an NBA season, right? So you made you. Yeah, Younger guys, you've got guys who have never played this far into an NBA season. So you think that they're not gas? Now, granted, their bench is deeper. Yeah, yeah <laughs> their bench is deeper, but they they've been this long. No, they don't have that experience. They don't have they don't have LeBron been there five straight years. He's the extra gear that I don't know that anybody on this team has. Did you look at the box score of the Warriors game? Did you see the minutes? Did you see how deep on the bench? Both teams went. I'm with Mike Miller. I didn't know that he still. I didn't know he still played anymore. <laughs> I was curious about Sean who played a ton at the beginning of the year. After, since that J.R. Smith and Mon Shumper trade, I haven't seen the floor at all. My point is, the Cavaliers are going to get tired before the Golden Warriors. Right, a lot of the other players might. I just think LeBron doesn't. I think LeBron has that extra gear that none of the, the Warriors have. They haven't made it out. Made it out of the second round of the playoffs. These, this team is it's consistent currently. You know, you're a shooter. You got to imagine. Some Point, you start to wear down no matter how long you've done, how strong you are. When you're getting into playing almost 100 NBA games, that those arms get tired and that shot gets uh, a little crazy. Well, maybe, maybe. Um, again, 67. And how many teams have had huge win totals, not win a championship? Guys who have led, oh, thinking about, you know, how, look at the the years ago who won a ton of games. I mean, one of the most games ever and got knocked out by the White Sox in the first round. I mean, we've seen teams who've led a lot of them. Well, I, here's another thing that I know. Is that I believe that the Golden State Warriors are pretty Cavaliers are playing the best team they faced in the finals. The Golden State Warriors. 
Warriors have already beaten better teams. In fact, they were in the same scenario with the Mets, who probably top to bottom from number one on the bench to the last guy on the bench is a better team. Yeah, I know. But, well, why don't? Yeah, why not? I think both fans would be pissed. Well, why not have LeBron and uh, and. But we do have that game tonight. Which prediction is Blackhawks in this one? Oh, yeah. I can't pick my team. I can't pick my team. All right. Now, now what's your objective selection? I think the Blackhawks win. <laughs> because, and here's why. Because when Tampa scores first, Chicago's game doesn't change. Tampa's game, I think, changes a little bit when Chicago gets on the board. Or gets All right. Well, we'll find out. Talk about game three tomorrow from seven and the uh, sports show, and, and get into a preview with Timbo Brothers and maybe even DC Hendricks, our NBA insiders, with game three tonight in Cleveland. So, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Mondays and Fridays, we feel bar and grill at North Sports Best Damn Sports Bar in its 26th year of existence. So, stop on out anytime you'd like. Tune in at bsportshow.com. Thank you very much for that. If it's at uh, IndianaSportsRadio.com. That's also very much appreciated. Find us on Twitter, Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports. Back tomorrow night and every Monday through seven to nine. It's the BS Sports.